What's happening? Welcome back. Exactly. I know if my wife is hearing that right now, she is mocking me and making fun of me. Um, so we all had a hopefully enjoyable off season. I'm making this literally less than, I want to say less than 48 hours away from our season 12 draft. Um, we did the year in review and what a wild season it was last year. And what I want to start doing is um, kind of like how the Super Bowl champ, I guess, gets the opening game. I'm thinking of doing, because we mentioned, uh, Eric mentioned, hey, bring back an interview. Uh, we can maybe start interviewing guys on big weeks, big games. But he mentioned Dino Dan, and I thought, what would be better than bringing in the defending champ, his first title ever, uh, Brian? So I will bring Brian in during this podcast, and we'll have some questions for him. And anything he has to say, he can feel free to say. Uh, maybe he wants to brag, uh, insult people. Um, I know uh, he's he's been a long time coming trying to win this title. Eight years. Uh, I'll talk a little bit about Brian. Actually, nine years because this is that was season eleven, and he missed the first two. So nine seasons Brian was in this league. And from season one on, he has been in the playoffs every year. He's the only one in league history to do that. Uh, He has also been to three championships. Um, He's won every award in the league. You know, I I think by season two with him, I already started to see, I think all of us saw, that he was very up there. Now, I don't know where he gets his information. I know he watches fantasy shows, as a lot of us do, not all of us, but I would assume all of us maybe now. Uh, but I know back in the day, I didn't really watch too many. Um, but we knew he was into fantasy. But man, the the moves he made were just golden. And you would see it. You know, he was consistently a multiple-time President's Trophy, most points scored. To me, that's always been the – I've always wanted to win the regular season title. I've always felt having the best record uh, is very impressive. But we've seen teams win, you know, 91 to 89. And you're like, well, that's not a very good team. They maybe had a bad week, but their opponent had a bad week, and so they, they got lucky. But you can't luck your way to President's Trophies. Um, and he's won several of them, two of them to be exact. Uh, and he just, you know, he's got a Solomon Award. He's He's got a regular season award. Uh, like I said, multiple final trips. So he's done so much. And I know in the past, we haven't really got into the Hall of Fame, I guess, there's been no real need to it. Uh, we, it was a fun a fun thing, and I would bring it back. I mean, we still have one as of right now. I mean, it's not like the Hall of Fame went away. It's just eventually you're going to either have, you know, 10 guys in and two out uh, or, you know, because to me the Hall of Fame uh, would represent someone who's – uh, consistently showed good play and it's hard like with real hall of fame they retire and you have a whole body of work um, so if you hang in there long enough you doesn't mean you'll get in you still have to do something you, you don't have to win a title um, like with brian uh bef- if he didn't win last year watching him through all through all the other seasons he's still someone that i would have like i said we, when we were doing the hall of fame i was going to be Every year, then I said, oh, you know, we'll do it every two years. You know, we'll do it every two years. Brian would be up two years ago, four years ago. Uh, he showed so much his first five seasons with the moves he made, uh, the, the the record. Um, yeah, winning percentage, he was, uh, I think, at one point the highest. He might still be 
Um, I know last year was I, – I think last year was his first how, – how's that a, fact, a strange uh, fact for you? Last year was his first losing season in nine years, and he won the championship on it. That's a very bizarre uh, stat. Um, but yeah, he, he, I, that's one, you know, see if you can ever, anyone can top that, <laughs> that your worst season was the year he won the championship. Um, but he's, he's done so much that if we do bring back the hall of fame, like I said, it's still here. We have our MWFL hall of fame and it is Matt Rotherham and it is Christian Kruger. Um, but we would open it back up for other things. And, uh, I mean, we just got to figure out a way to be consistent with it. Um, but yeah, I don't believe everyone would get in. You know, it's not, oh, you won a championship. Okay, you're in. Matt had, at the time, Matt got in. Since Matt won that championship and he had just got in the Hall of Fame that year, uh, he, he not, no, no insults. I'm not putting down, but his record has been atrocious. Some injury, some bad luck, uh, but he, every year, he's one of the top three in draft picks. Um, and he, coming into that season where he got voted in, he had been to three championships. He finally won one. He won the regular season title. I mean, he was on on cloud nine, and he was one of the more he was one of the all time leader in wins. So he fits, and I wouldn't kick him out. You know, I I don't think the Hall of Fame should be something where oh, if you have three or more seasons, you're kicked out. Because to me, the Hall of Fame was I see here. This is what I always do. This is unscripted, so I didn't. I have questions for Brian, but I'm not talking with him yet, and I'm unscripted, so I start going off one thing after another, like down the rabbit hole. But with the Hall of Fame, it was. Once you've proven it four, five, six seasons, you've shown that, hey, man, I know how to do this fantasy thing. And, yeah, you could run into some bad luck. Uh, everyone does. But I guarantee uh, Matt will get back out of it. He was too smart, too good not to. But, anyways, back to Brian. So Brian has checked all the boxes. And if he goes, you know, and that's the tough part. When you have a record, you know, is anyone's ever watched WWF? And I still call it WWF. But uh, back in the day, you had Mr. Perfect. Right and on 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 all primetime matches he was undefeated. You know, obviously on the 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 ones where they would go city to city that weren't on TV or something, he would lose a match to Hulk Hogan or Ultimate Warrior. But when it came to primetime TV, Saturday Night Live main events, um, he Saturday Night Live Saturday Night main events, he was undefeated. But you knew eventually he would lose and it was a big deal. So there will be a year. Well, maybe not. I don't know. I could be wrong. Brian could go. He might play another five seasons. He could play the rest of his life in this league, and he will. Um, he has every right to make the playoffs every year. How smart he is, how well he uh, has drafted, how well he's made free agent moves. Um, so he he would be in the Hall of Fame regardless of anything that happens. It's based on uh, a long stretch of incredible play or career. And in our league, we don't really call it a, a career. I know we have a few guys who are no longer in the league. Um, that is from their choice or bad decisions. But, yeah. So before we bring on Brian, let me get to the new divisions. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, yeah, let me get to some news and notes. I want to get Brian in here pretty quick afterwards. But he's already expecting me. So maybe I should do his interview first. Yeah, let's do that. Let's get let's get Brian on here. The champion is here. <laughs> I was gonna say that. <laughs> What's happening, Brian? How's it going? Good. So, how are you and the family? Pretty good. Pretty good. You like Idaho? We're loving it. We're loving it. Yeah, I know Dino's mad with all the fishing pictures. 
Oh man, fishing galore out here. But then I don't get to have his barbecue on Saturday, so I'm kind of. I know. Wouldn't you know it too? The year that you win it, you're not you're not here anymore. I never got my belt either. Just throwing that out there, you know. Yeah, well, th- that's oh. the whole thing. Is did Mario? Did Mario ever talk to you? No. Yeah, I don't know if he listens to this. Uh, he back. I don't know. His sisters were visiting. It could have been back in March or April, and he was supposed to come by here and get the belt, and then he was going to have them take it to you and surprise you. And he never did. That was like, it was like two weeks later. I'm like, Hey, are you going out there? He's like, Oh, they already went. He said, I forgot to get the belt. I'm like, yeah. Oh my gosh. So I don't know if he still, if his family still visits or what, but we can, I can get the belt to you. Yeah. Yeah. And then Christian came by and then. Yeah. I, no, I know. He, yeah. He didn't tell us. <laughs> yeah. He, I could have easily gave it to him. I didn't yeah. know about it until uh, after you said something like, Hey, you should have put up, posted a photo of us, your new, your new neighbor. <laughs> oh, yeah. it, was, it was good to see him though yeah yeah so all right so i was at the beginning of the podcast i talked a little bit before you came on i hyped you up as i always do and a funny fact that i, I noticed was that this was your I, I it was your worst season win loss record i mean you were six and seven and i was like wouldn't you know the one year the only year that he's ever had a losing record he goes on to win the championship yeah, it was uh, – I got lucky. <laughs> I know, but it, that, a lot of times – I know, isn't that how, that how it is? Because a lot of times with fantasy, uh, you can have a hot team. You know, I mean, look at Dino. That one year he started at 11-0, and and then he lost in the bye week. I think he lost to you. You beat him after the bye week. So it's <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, you could be the best team, and then you could just fall apart when it matters most. Yeah, All right. So I had a few questions I wanted to ask that have been killing me since last year. Whenever I would do the podcast, I would always kind of just guess um, what it was like. But what were your thoughts at the trade deadline? I think you were like probably four and six, four wins, six losses. Did you believe that at that point you were going to still make the playoffs? Absolutely not. I was just thinking about next season, and I was thinking, what moves can I make to completely screw Jacob up right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that sounds like something matt would say yeah oh man and then the, the tra- yeah and then the funny part is the trade that really helped was he got michael thomas and then thomas was good for a few games and then i think he got hurt again but you got david montgomery who yeah. based on the schedule i mean he just lit defenses up and i think that's probably one of the main reasons you went on to win yeah i was so surprised I mean, it was kind of like a throwaway. I was just trying to get something in return. Mm-hmm. I knew, I knew, uh, um, God, what's his name? Thomas was oh, going God. back. No, no. Oh, yeah, Thomas. Thomas yeah, he yeah. was going back in the pool. So, like, what can I? But Yeah, no, you made good moves. I know once you traded Zeke, too. Uh, I, I know no Dak Prescott, but Zeke was still a, a pretty good running back. It seemed like you were throwing in the towel, and then you won a few games. Um, that last game. Uh, that's got to go down as one of the biggest that one where you beat Jacob to get in. I can't ever see a game. So down to the wire. I remember watching the stats and being like, Oh my gosh, dude, you know, Brian has to win and it has to be by so many points. Cause yeah. I think you were, you were, yeah, you were just beating him by points. So it's like you had to catch up to him. And I then you like, actually did. I mean, like 50 something points, right? Or something yeah. Crazy. Yeah. It's like, I, I never thought it would happen. It's like, you know what? Because Jacob's team was so good. And then, like I said, Michael Thomas ended up hurting him, and it's you're like if he had not made that deal, 
would he, he would he would have made the playoffs, and who knows what would have happened? You know, I mean, he would have still lost somehow. But, but yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> where would you where would you rank that that victory over Jacob? Is it like one of your top five all times for you? It's like the birth of my son <laughs> beating Jacob. <laughs> Oh man, that's even more fuel on the fire for Jacob now. Yeah, I I talked with him and, and I remember uh, I didn't afterwards. I didn't want to say anything when he released all his players. I know he was upset, and I would be too. I can tell you right now, not to anyone. Like if I lost to you or Eric, it wouldn't hurt. But if I lost to Dino Dan, I've had a rivalry by by less than a point, and you know he didn't want to see it. So I get he he released his guys and he was pissed, but. Um, he did, you know, I gave him a cool down time. I talked to him. He said he was cool. He said, you know, he said he was just trying to screw with everything. He was pissed and, uh, but he, he was okay. And so I was like, you're not leaving our league. Right. And he's like, no. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> but yeah, that's the kind of, yeah, I would rate that pretty high. I'm like, you would think that's one that would probably be a thorn in his side forever. Cause the fact that you went on to win the championship off of yeah. is like, yeah, pretty bad. Um, after so many rough playoff runs, where I mean, you've always made good playoff runs, but you've always had it to where you would be the favorite because you've always been one of our best teams. And I did talk about that earlier before you were on. Uh, you've been with us nine years. Playoffs, you're the only t- guy to ever make it every year. And uh, you've always had a winning record. And for to lose so many, like your first two championships, you were better uh, in the, the first one. You were the better team in the one where you lost to Austin if you didn't have Todd Gurley. And it was just like, you. it felt like, you're never going to get it. Um, how did this, how did it feel this last season? Yeah, I just, after I lost, I think it was like two or three seasons ago where. Yeah, that was I, Austin. I had so many wins and I had the team rolling and I was putting up so many points. Yeah. And I thought for sure. And after that season, I, like I said, at the trade deadline being losing record and I was just like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny too, because. Last year, Elijah almost did the same thing. He had, remember, he was six and seven, losing record. And then his team, Jameis Winston, Mr. Interception, had like two 50 point games. He beat you in the first round. Then he beat me in the second round. And then uh, Austin ended up beating in the final. But it was like, yeah. They, and that's almost how this year was. You did that, only you were able to actually finish it this time. Yeah. Um, and then how the, the big one was the championship game. You're playing Christian. And that was a sweet victory right there. But you were you were beating them pretty bad. You were up by like maybe sixty or something. And then Diggs on that Monday night game had he just like kept 49. coming for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. That's my question. Were you watching that? How nervous were you? Were like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was trying not to. I was trying not to watch it. But yeah, it's one it's of those. It's hard things. not to. It's hard not to. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've been. I think for that, for because you had such a big lead, I didn't think anything of it. But then when I looked, like after halftime. And Diggs was like, he kept putting it up. I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know, if he had a 200-yard game, he had a shot to win. But he was like 150 and had a couple of touchdowns. But, yeah, that, that gave it. I, I was just thinking of you and all the heartbreaks we've gone through through the years where you've, on Monday Night Football, have lost games, you know, that you should have won some last seconds. So that's why I was thinking of you during that game. And I was like, man, he's probably so nervous. Yeah. Definitely Mondays have been my nemesis for <laughs> the nine years that I've been here. Yeah. Um, and so another thing that's pretty fun fact, you are one of only two guys who's won, you've won every trophy, um, but you also one of two guys, you've won the baseball championship, not this year, but our last season. And so the football runs with it. So winning both, yeah. which one is sweeter? Cause I know you joined baseball 
because you wanted to play Jacob. Um, which one was sweeter to win a, a championship in a league he hasn't? I mean, he hasn't won it either, but or the one that the football one where you, you beat him and knocked him out of the playoffs? Uh, football, but I don't know. Being a dual champ felt kind of good, you know? Yeah, yeah, uh, especially when you were like, you know what? I don't know much about this baseball, but I'll give it a try. And then you win it your second year. <laughs> and your first year, you were one of the best teams. You had such a good record to start the season. Yeah. So that's why I was like, I wonder which one was bigger for him. Yeah, I, I just learned throughout the years is do the opposite that Jacob does. And then a <laughs> formula. For oh, my gosh. I hope Jacob's not listening to this one. I'm going to put it. Brian is our special guest. So be aware, Jacob. Uh, uh, he's not going to love that. Um, at least you guys aren't in the same division. I didn't want to be in the division with you this year. Uh, we just did it last year. I didn't mind. Last year was fun. We had a good division with you, Austin, uh, Jacob, and myself. But this year I was like, man, I don't want to be with any of those three again. I got stuck with you again. So never, I'm not looking forward to that. But yeah, it'll be uh, an interesting season this year. Uh, not a fan of the double QB system. but Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say that. I was going to give you a, a free – Free moment to talk about that because I always speak on it. Uh, I know Nick doesn't like it. A couple people have voted against it. So what is it that you – I've sp spoken about what I like. What is it you don't like about the 2QB system? It's just that point system we have with QBs. Man, we rank up so many points, and it's like it kind of takes a strategy out, man. You, you, you draft two QBs and guaranteed to start – almost guaranteed 30 points if you get one of those top 10 QBs. So it's – I get it. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. It does how, how it it makes it to where if you have two strong quarterbacks, you don't have to rely on so much of your flex and maybe another receiver. They can make up for your, your lack of depth. So I get that. The yeah. only other way to fix that, I mean, you could get rid of it if we vote to get rid of it, um, or increase the bench – or not bench size, but the starting roster, which I'm not a huge fan of. No. I, yeah. I feel a way, a way that you fix that is you penalize – QBs for incompletions because now you're running the risk you, you want to run two QBs and you rack up the points or your QBs throw a bunch of incompletions and you it comes back and haunt you that's true I can put that up there for a vote that's a good idea. I've never seen that. I've seen people run crazy leagues where it's like a handoff is a point a, a, a attempt incompletions um, are minuses so yeah I've seen that but I never thought of doing that for this league yeah, I can run that out there and see how people vote on that. If, if Superflex passes, they want to do that. Because then, yeah, that's true. Because I know in some Superflex league, if you run a bunch, if it's like a 15 team, uh, the two quarterbacks don't matter as much because you still have so many roster spots to fill that it won't make up for it. But, yeah, we can do that. Um, I wanted to ask that. Another question I have, um, in, all, in all the league, I'm, I already know the answer, but I still want to say it. Who is your favorite person to be? Uh, who's my favorite person to be? Yeah, when you beat him, it gets you get so excited. I'm assuming it's Jacob, but I still have to ask. Uh, no, man, I love Jacob. I think <laughs> I think it's just fun beating him because we get so robbed up about it. Yeah, but it I just feels it just feels getting that dub every week, you know. So yeah, no matter yeah. who my opponent is, I like them to to suffer defeat at my hands. Yeah. A lot of them have. A lot of them have. Um, and then the last one I had, uh, the Broncos. I wanted to talk about your Broncos. Oh, man. Their defense looks so stout, man. I love what they're doing there. But I don't know. I think the QB. Do you like, the QB. Do you like Teddy B? As a well, I, ha I have Judy. Like you said, I think the deep threat, 
Yeah. I love Jerry Judy. I think the Broncos have everything. KJ Hamler is awesome. He's like a young Deshaun Jackson. He's so fast. They got Sutton back. Judy, you got Noah Font. Uh, Javonta Williams, great grab. Uh, Melvin Gordon. They have everything. They just. I like. I like Williams. I like Williams. I like Williams a lot. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what kind of Melvin Gordon we're gonna get. I think. I think it's gonna come down to QB play and running back. Um, I have a feeling Teddy is gonna get injured, and we'll see Drew Lock back in. Oh, that sucks. I like Locke, but I don't love him. I think Bridgewater's a more uh, efficient quarterback for that offense because they have so many weapons. I think he could be pretty good to that team. All right. Is there anything else you had to say? Uh, just uh, want to invite everybody that's listening and come visit me out here in Idaho. <laughs> How's the weather now? Is it real in the 90s? What's it like out there? No, nah, it was 70 in the 70s today. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's starting to drop down in the in nights overnight, hitting when, low fifties. When does it snow there? Um, if we get snow, it's been pretty, pretty dry. Um, okay, dry. It might might not rain till about, I mean, snow till about late December, maybe January. That's not too bad. Yeah, no. I so, mean, uh, all right. Well, uh, make sure you say hi to Jose for us if you run into Jose out there. <laughs> yeah, I, I I drove by a, a neo Nazi rally the other day. That's for sure. <laughs> and you saw him out there. He was out there ch- in charge, running it. Yeah. That's for, that for sure. He was wearing a white cloak, but I'm not. Like, I'm not. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. Thank you, Brian, for joining us. Yes, champion. Like I said, if you listen to the podcast, you'll hear the beginning. I talked a lot about you and you know the championship, and very impressive and well deserved. Yeah. You know so. Congratulations. And yeah, and the draft this Saturday, we'll have the draft. Um, we're going to do it where we're going to have the app up and I'll probably put like 15 minute timer or whatever. So you can make your pick with us and then we'll pick here while we're also doing it live. So that way we don't have to, you don't have to tell us your pick. I actually like doing it the other way though. If yeah. everyone can get on zoom, they tell us the pick and it's just, I don't know, just a little more nice. When we do it that way. The phone, I feel rushed. Even if it's no timer. Yeah, I should be able to get on. Are you guys do Zoom or are you going to do Facebook? We might do Zoom, you know, because today Dino, I was uh, talking to Dino and Austin and they wanted to do the app. But I'm like, if, if we do Zoom, last year we got it done in a few hours. Yeah, I think the biggest the biggest thing was Facebook Live has that big delay. So we're... yeah, yeah, yeah. Without by doing. Yeah, I'll probably do Zoom because it's just something about everyone talking and then telling the pics and then we all see it on the board. It's so much better than on the phone where we just look at an app. I hate that. Yeah. But all right. Well, we'll, we'll hear, we'll talk to you on Saturday. Definitely. No, no, talk thank you. Have a good one. Bye. All right. That was Brian. That was nice. It was good to hear him. Uh, it's surprising with some of his answers, but none were surprising with Jacob. Uh, I well, Yeah. I mean him and it's all friendly rivalry. I know Jacob and Matt and Brian, they go way back, and uh, I thought that was good stuff. But, yeah, I thought it would be nice to bring the, the champion on uh, first. We'll figure out week to week what who to interview, you know, what's something big going on, what's a reason to have someone else on. Uh, we always did it, you know, a big game, a big victory, someone's opinion if it's something, blah, blah, blah. But as we go over – as we were talking about, I did mention to him the divisions. Yeah, and with the draft, I hope everyone's on that. We'll, we'll do the Zoom thing because we can do the app, but with the app, it's, you know, we punch it in. 
Uh, we look at it. You see, you know, the guy gets picked on the thing. It's different than the board. Heck, I bought a board, so we got to put some use into it. I don't want it to be just us here. I mean, we could do that, but then there's you lose the personal touch. You know, I, I don't want Brian to put it and send a message in the thing. I want him talking to us through Zoom. We can talk. We can laugh. We can, you know, that's the one time a year we're all together, whether it's here or through Zoom. You know, we get to at least see each other. It'll be, I haven't heard from Matt since he visited on his birthday out here. Uh, so hopefully Matt can get on Zoom and we can talk to him. Uh, and then who else is out of state? I know Nick will be here. Who else is out of state? We got Jacob. Or not Jacob, I'm sorry, Brian, Matt. Oh, Steve. And Steve's Mr. Popular. He's always busy. Doesn't matter when we do the draft. You can do it Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. Steve is always busy. Now, hopefully he might be able to text us. He was the one who slowed it down at times, but that's okay. Well, I mean, we still got through it. Like I said, I know Austin and Dino, when I was talking to them, as I said earlier, that they were referring to the time that it took us like eight hours. We literally had like a seven or eight hour draft, but that was the Facebook Live. That was the huge 10 minute delays where we weren't figuring out what they wanted or they kept asking us for guys that were already gone. Um, so we will avoid that. But let's, we, we did the division switch. I, I made it. We didn't really do a podcast on it because I haven't really talked, done a podcast. This is our first one back. And our first division on the board, I decided this year to go with something different. You know, every year I try to do something different. East, West, Central. Well, this time it is famous football video games, something we all are familiar with, with the exception of probably Elijah. Who did, I don't even know if he ever even played a Madden with us. But the first division is I'm in it, so I definitely stole it, NFL 2K22. Now, obviously, there is none this year. 2K will be out next year. They were delayed. But doesn't change the fact that 2K is uh, one of the best football games of all time, 2K5. And I'm in it. As I said earlier, Brian is in it. Elijah's in it. And Nick is in it. So uh, three of the original six right there, Brian, Nick, and myself. Or actually, you know what? It's just me and Nick. I keep thinking, like I said, we've been around so long that I feel like Brian has been here from the beginning. Uh, so, but Elijah's in it. So you got two teams. You got the defending champ and Brian in the division. You have me, the defending regular season champ and president's trophy. And then you got Elijah, who's had a whole mess of hardware. Nick, a former champ. So there's three champs, defending champs in that division, but only one active, which is in Brian. So that is, and, and it's hard to say what the teams are. You know, we rank divisions. We've ranked, I've ranked playoff teams. I would love to go back and see who I thought would make the playoffs last year and see how it panned out. I'd have to go back and listen to the show. But in this one, until we have the draft, we can look at teams' keepers. We know Brian, going into the draft, he's probably looking for a quarterback. He has DeAndre Swift. He's got uh, James Robinson, who we just saw. He's going to be he, – he, his ceiling went through the roof um, – his stock, his ceiling, yeah, his ceiling went through itself. His stock went through the roof once uh, Travis Etienne went down, which is a heartbreaker. I love, I was so excited to watch Etienne play. And that's what drives me nuts. Four years in college, no major injuries. And then he's his second preseason game out for the year. It absolutely drives me nuts. It was my biggest fear the year Barkley came out and he made it through. And it was his third year, which is when he missed the whole year. But I'm so glad it didn't happen his first year. You hate that when you got to wait. He's got Will Fuller, deep threat in a new offense with Tua. Terry McLaurin, T41, uh, or an F41. He is awesome. And he's got a new quarterback, you know, with Fitzmagic. Jerry Judy, as we spoke of earlier, and Noah Font, a couple of good Broncos, and Henry Ruggs. So 
Really strong roster right there, just looking for that quarterback. Elijah has one of the MVPs of the league, Josh Allen. Hawkinson, he's stuck with that David Johnson contract. This is the last year. But for the most part, he's just got Allen, TJ Hawk, and DJ. That's all he can really fit until he gets that DJ Johnson three-year deal off the, the record. Nick, he's got Andy Dalton. No one's writing home to him, but he is the starting quarterback. And in a super flex, as of now, you want a starting quarterback. He's got Clyde Edwards-Zelaire, Adam Thielen still on his last year deal, Mike Williams, and DJ Moore, who I love. I love DJ Moore in that offense. And now he's got Sam Darnold. We'll see what that team looks like. So that is the NFL 2K22 division. Two playoff teams, two non-playoff teams from last year. The next division we cover is the Tecmo Bowl 22. This would be something I know Dino uh, got me into that retro bowl. I played it for a little bit, but I I hardly have time to play anything else, so I haven't got into it as much. But Tecmo Super Bowl for the, the regular Nintendo and then for the Super Nintendo or Sega was amazing. You could be any team. They had all the players. They had the NFL license. They had everything. I remember playing that one. And then Tecmo Bowl 3. Super Tecmo Bowl 3 for the Sega Genesis. That was awesome. So in that division, we got Jacob. We've talked about everything with Jacob. He's he's back. He's got Justin Herbert, Alvin Kamara on his last year. Cam Akers, which is a heartbreaker to lose Akers. That, that's a potential RB1 that he lost, but he still has him under contract for uh, for two years, so he will have him back. And is, is he uh, – he's still on the list, so he could still come back this year. If Jacob can make a push for the playoffs, he might see Cam Akers in time. And Allen Robinson right there. So that is Jacob's guys right now. Good team. We've seen Jacob has been a threat every year. He, If you want to know how much heartbreak Jacob went through, he lost two games where he scored 200 points. So, And then loses by half a point. Uh, it's one that he might never get over. Winning a, Even if he goes on to win three straight, he'll love it. If he wins three championships... But that might be one still that always haunts him, you know. It's it's Tom Brady. Uh, what is it? Is it seven Super Bowls now? I think he. Had, see, I can't. Yeah, I think it's seven. I mean, it's a ridiculous number. But I guarantee you, he said before. I've heard Tom Brady say he would give like two of those rings back, and this is when he had six. He said he would give a couple back if he can get that eighteen and zero season to go to nineteen and zero, not eighteen and one. So it does matter. There are ones that will never go away, and that was a tough one. Matt, as we mentioned, he's got Jalen Hurts, Josh Jacobs, Robert Woods. Those are his players because he's still eating that five-year contract for, uh, what's his name? Baker Mayfield. I wanted to call him Dusty Baker. You got Mario, who we saw his first, his rookie season. If we had a rookie of the year, like I said, he would have won it. Incredible record last year. He's got Nick Chubb, and I believe that's it under contract because everyone else is going to be a free agent. So he's got Nick Chubb for three, uh, three on a three-year deal. He's got one more year. Chubb is his last season, and then that's it. So he's got not wanting to keep too many guys. Dynamite is in there. So here, I mean, look at last year. Dynamite won a division, and Mario won a division. Two division winners now in the same division with two playoff teams, two non-playoff teams. Jacob, probably one of the greatest. I think he was top four in scoring. I could be wrong. Um, but one of the greatest teams to have not make the playoffs. Uh, I don't know if that's something you want on your resume, but let's look at Dino Dancing. Jared Goff, solid quarterback in a new offense. Dalvin Cook, Amari Cooper, Corey Davis, Robert Tunyon, Cooper Cup. 
one of my favorites this year, and everybody's loving him, Antonio Gibson. They are expecting him to have like a, a Christian McCaffrey workload. Hollywood Brown, Chase Claypool, Jonah Smith. I mean, th- these are uh, – that's a starting lineup. You know, the only he's missing is another quarterback. Now, like Dino said, he doesn't have a pick for the first four rounds. He will start in – but we saw that same thing happen to Mario last year, and Mario had, I believe, the third best record right there with Dino. Either one game behind Dino and had the second best or third best, but he was right there. So if you have the team he has now, if you go over it, Dalvin Cook is a first-round pick now in most leagues. We know that. He's a top three. It's between him, Derrick Henry, and Alvin Kamara, or Christian McCaffrey. Well, out of those four running backs, only Christian McCaffrey is available. Dalvin Cook is a first-round pick. Amari Cooper is a second-round pick. Cooper Cup could be a second- to third-round pick. Antonio Gibson is a first-round pick in some leagues, maybe late late or early second, but late first. I mean, there's people who are just deciding whether they should draft Antonio Gibson or Saquon Barkley. Chase Claypool, he's a top-four-round pick. We need four guys that are first-round picks, possibly early second. So... When you look at it, that's why I love – that's one of the things that I wanted with the contract league is that it allows you to trade draft picks. You can do what Brian did. You know, Brian was like, hey, what can I get to try to keep for next year? I'm going to trade some pieces that are expiring to teams that might win, right? Like I said, NHL, MLB trade deadlines, you see them very active and they make the deals and that's what happened. And Dino made some deals. He got rid of a first and a second and a third and a fourth and he piled up these players and now he's got a starting roster to where – he doesn't need a pick. And when he gets to the fifth, sixth, and seventh, he's just going to be adding depth. He'll be looking for maybe another quarterback. He'll be looking, maybe he can trade a guy and move in. I don't know. But he's got so much right there that he is good. And, and as Mario was the year before. And we go to our final division, and it has no reflection on the division's name, regardless of what the Metacritic score is for the video game. But Madden 22. I have Madden 22. Uh, I, I Last year, I did not buy it at regular price. I refused to. I wanted to try to take a stand. Uh, I didn't. There was one of them. Madden 18, 17, a couple of those I didn't buy, which is rare. Um, but I got. I would buy them cheaper or I got them like uh, for free. One of them I got as a present. But last year, I almost didn't. And then I saw – I got the PS5 and then they had Madden for PS4, free upgrade, and it was like uh, 18 bucks. So I bought it. So I had Madden last year uh, for 18 bucks. But this year – I wanted to give him a chance. I know the reviews were bad, and I know I'm going way off off of the, the topic of the division. I will get to the division. But I bought Madden 22, and I enjoy it more than last year's. For PS5, that is. I don't know how the PS4 is. It does feel different. Now, they did do a lot of copy and paste. You can see there's so many similarities. I am so sick of uh, Charles, Charles Davis and the other guy, Neil Groton, whatever it is. It's... I'd have to – right now my brain's fried, but I they're not bad. But you, all of them, all, other than Madden and the original mo- games, they all eventually move on. They eventually – no matter what you change the game, it gets stale. You know, I loved having Al Michaels on there for a few seasons, but when they went, changed it, I'm okay with it. My favorite was when they did Jim Nance and Phil Simms uh, for Madden. That was fun, but they changed it. So I don't know why we're sticking with two of the most bland guys for so long – you can only hear the same things. And even if they're new things, you tune them out. That's the only gripe I have. Uh, there's a lot of other things. But gameplay, it's fun. Graphics on PS5, 
in a, on a good TV. They're incredible. Uh, but it, it does have its glitches still for a game that, you know, is expensive and just came out. I, w- I won a game where I won like 42 to 3 and I had like eight sacks and I'm using the Cowboys. I'm doing a franchise with the Cowboys because I get bored using my team, the Rams, all the time. And the, when I'm done with the game, it said I lost 3 nothing, and all my stats were zero. So that is the thing that's going around if you check it on YouTube. Very frustrating. I didn't like. I don't like to replay games, so I skipped it and I won. But still, it's like a, the game took an hour. I don't want to waste an hour for nothing. Anyways, I'm sorry. Let's get back to this. Madden 22. In it, you have a playoff team from last year, Steve. You have another playoff team, Christian, who made it to the finals for the first time in a while. Uh, two really good run last year, Christian and Steve. Let's look at Steve's guys. I don't think he kept very many, if any. Who did he keep? Julio Jones is stuck on a three-year deal, and it's this is his last year for Julio Jones. And I don't believe Steve told me to keep anyone else, uh, which is a little shocking. Some of them he couldn't keep. You know, some of them I think I think Carson, I thought Brady, all of them I think were on one-year deals. And Lamar Jackson, he had in a trade for me uh, that was on a one-year deal, so he can't keep Jackson. So there's some guys he couldn't keep, but he will just build through the draft. Steve's there. Christian, gone are the days of he had for two years. Melvin Gordon, Matt Ryan, Tyreek Hill, DeAndre Hopkins, Stephon Diggs. He really made, in, in three seasons, he barely missed the playoffs two years ago, right? Remember, that was the crazy one where all Christian had to do is score a few, a few more points in Elijah and or just win, and he lost. But then he had to lose, and Elijah not outscore him, and he did. And it was one of those crazy endings like last year where Eric – Christian and one other guy, maybe, who was it? Could have been Dino Dan. All of them got bypassed over the guy who had the fourth best chance, Elijah. And But before that, Christian was one of the top teams, made the playoffs last year. One of the top teams made the championship. But those days are done, and it's kind of rebuilding stage now. He lost all those guys. He does have Calvin Ridley, who he kept on a two-year deal. So he will have him till 2023. And he, not surprisingly, wisely, it's his guy, it's his team, kept Tua on a three-year deal. So he will be there till 2024. Wisely. I don't know if you want to put anyone on a five-year deal. Uh, I did Barkley with four, but you don't want to be strapped to anything where it's half your contracts on one guy, especially when you don't know how they'll turn out. But Christian, look into, let's see, does he have those draft picks? Did he do any trades? He's got his 1.9. Yeah, he's got it. And it's 2.4. So he will be a threat. Then we get to our next two teams who just missed the playoffs last year. Eric, Team Tussle. Good news for him is he's got Rodgers, right? Rodgers is one more year after this, and then he'll, and that's good. He's got Rodgers now who's still elite, and then he will have Rodgers. And what's funny is when he got Rodgers originally with the contract, he put him on four years because you know you have an elite quarterback you don't have to waste a draft pick on. But in a one QB league, some people say, hey, you can have Rodgers who might drop 29 to 30 points a game, or you can get, you know, Who's Kirk Cousins, who might get 21 points. It's only eight points difference. Yeah, but Kirk Cousins is not going to go off for a 49-point game. Most of the time, Rodgers can do that. That's why you keep those elite quarterbacks. Once we went super flex, it really bumped up Rodgers. As, as Brian just said earlier, you get those top 10 quarterbacks, you really can rake in the points with two of them. And he's got Rodgers right here. Still another year left. And he also has, we know he has Juju Smith-Schuster, who he started on that deal when Juju was like the number two receiver in fantasy and looking to get even better. And then we saw the, the sales kind of went down and uh, he's not been as effective. He's still a good court, uh, receiver, 
what was he last year? He was a wide receiver too. So he went from a wide receiver one, Eric put him on that deal. Then he got injured, did not play the full season. And the quarterback play, Big Ben was gone. So he reflected on it. Last year, 17. So he's a wide receiver too. Not bad. He's got another year left after this. He can always work a trade to where someone can take him, take on that contract and only have next season. So that would free up Eric with four years, and the next guy would only pay a one-year punishment. That's why I love the trade style with this. No one's taking on the four-year deals. They only take on what's left, which is a one-year deal. So anyone looking, if Eric wants it, that's between him. But And then one of my favorite receivers in football coming out last year and played amazing. And what a, what a grab. Justin Jefferson on a two-year deal because he lost the Niners D, so that opened up two-year contracts. So Eric's got a good start. He's got a wide receiver two, who could be one again. He's got a wide receiver one, elite wide receiver, and a top quarterback. So Eric's just got to draft wisely, and he's in the hunt. And then you got Austin, who lost Mahomes, lost Christian McCaffrey. You know, he traded him at the trade deadline. Didn't hurt him. Didn't help me that much either. Uh, but he did make the trade, like I said. Jonathan Taylor, he is a first-round pick in leagues, and Austin's got him on there for a two-year deal. Good move. See, that that's the kind of thing I'm saying would not have happened. In the old way, Austin probably would have kept Mahomes and McCaffrey and tried to fight for that last playoff spot, right? Austin finished with five wins, but he could have had six. He was several points behind, several hundred points behind Brian and Jacob, though, so that's he might have traded. Uh, but when you got no contract league, I don't know if – I know I wouldn't have given up too much to get him last year because I would have said, no, there's no guarantee. You know, my team was rolling. I was 12 and one without, you know, basically without their help. So I don't know if too many guys would give up the picks unless you, when you look at your opponents that year, you know, there was probably only about, like I said, going into the playoffs, I felt every team with the exception of Brian, based on record, I thought, you know, his team looked like it was kind of limping its way in the playoffs and then he goes on a run. Um, but what's funny is I always would forget that Brian, like I said, finished second or third in scoring. I can't remember if Dino Dan was second or third, and then Brian was the opposite. So that's the main thing you got to look at. But anyways, Austin made a good move. The contract allowed it because now he gets something, and now he wouldn't have had Jonathan Taylor. Now he's t- Taylor. I love the Darius Leonard uh, contract, two-year deal. Now we might, we're putting it to vote, change, restructure the point system. We're not going to take it all away, so we're not going to make it where defenders are like kickers. He's got the Tampa Bay Bucks defense, which I love. And he's also got Joe Burrow, who he came over in the trade. I mean, he got a Jonathan Taylor, a Joe Burrow, and a third-round pick for me. So great move last year from McCaffrey and Holmes. Didn't hurt him, and it made him come into this season with a quarterback, uh, a RB1 running back. So Austin already is looking like a team to contend with, with multiple picks. But I think looking at the, the that division, I spent a lot of time on it, sorry. I like Christian's potential with some of his guys. My favorite, though, has got to be Eric. Just on the fact that he's already got a Hall of Fame quarterback, a young gun receiver, you know, a young, awesome stud. And he's got one, two, three, four, four picks in the first three rounds, five, six, seven, seven picks in the first four rounds. He has three fourth-round picks. He is going to stockpile so much depth and talent that trade down the line, he could trade one of those guys, you know, not under contract. It, they're worth more, more money or more draft picks and more talent when they're not under contracts. So I really think it comes down to drafting for Eric, and he has a real shot to win that Madden 22 division. So that is the divisions. We got our draft coming up. 
Go out and vote. Check those polls. We have nine for the Superflex, and I think we only had maybe six. I want to say six or seven for the the defense uh, editing for the points. So go out, vote, and we will see you guys at the draft. We will do Zoom draft, and I am totally excited to be back. Welcome back, and I hope you guys have a good, safe day today. See ya.